welcome back, Dan Phillips, today for a watch-along of the November 9th, 1985 episode of Miss South Wrestling. We've, neither of us have watched this show so far, so it's a mystery. How are you doing, Dan? Really good. Um, had a rant last week that I, I've not been invited back. I'm two weeks running here. Two weeks running. Two weeks running. I'm I've back. Got, I've, I've changed I've got- my Twitter... I changed my Twitter bio from from it was co-host. Then obviously, because I, I, I was feeling a bit vulnerable, I changed it to guest co-host. And now I'm back. I've, I've got rid of the guest again. I'm back in my in my in my rightful position. Well, we've got a um, we've got a special two year anniversary show coming up. Uh, hopefully, that will all work out, and it's not going to be let down to people. But we'll watch this space, this, and we'll, we'll tweet out the details. Now we're watching. Just clarify everyone. Cafe everyone, I, I'm hosting. So Dan is hosting. Actually, I'm He's not sure. Is that, gonna put, is that going to put view? Is that going to put viewing figures up or down? I don't know. But uh, uh, definitely you know, up. If definitely you, up. Uh, definitely up. Definitely up. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So um, we're watching. We're watching this on the network just purely because it's better sound for the promos. If we if we uh, if we put some of that in, and if you're if you're out there listening and thinking, well, how can they put copyrighted material into a podcast? Because we're journalists and we're reviewing it, it's fair usage. So stick it. Uh, right. Um, November the 9th, uh, 1965 episode of Mid-South Wrestling on WWE Network or on Peacock in the States. And it's ready. Uh, we've got the advert out of the way already. And we scroll back to 000 on the timer. So in three, two, one, I'll hit play. It's a three, two, one, and play. Here we go. This is the WWE version of music. can turn that down. So yeah, we've not seen this as of yet, um, but based on what they said last week, um, we're for quite an exciting show because we've got Ric Flair, the NWA World Champion. Hopefully, Hacksaw Jim Duggan will make an appearance um, and various other things. Let me tell you what I'm just going to do. I'm just going to whack that right up so that when we want to put promos in, I can do it at a touch of a button. So... I'm looking at this on quite a big screen, actually, Dan. So I'm sitting way too close to the to the screen, really. But it is it is what it is. Uh, so let's listen in to the start of the show with the guys and see what they've got to say themselves. Welcome to Mid South Wrestling Television. Ooh, I'm your host, Bill. Boyd Pierce, and I want to tell you a lot of excitement coming up. And one of them this week, we'll see Ric Flair, who will be here in wrestle on the card. And next week, Ric we'll Flair's wrestling his NWA World Heavyweight Championship here on television. Wow. Also, Sir Oliver Humperdinck. We'll make an important announcement, he says, to introduce us to a new team this week. All the top stars are here. We'll see the Mid-South television champion Hacksaw Butch Reed in action, Jake the Snake Roberts, Al Perez. It's all going to be here. You stay with us the entire 60 minutes. Bill, you're going to have a lot of commentating, wild and woolly action, it looks like. (laughs) Boy, we're going to get down to the meat of something because we have Ric Flair, the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion here, and he's caused a lot of problems. First of all, we're making a statement that was an untruth that influenced a lot of people that he would only wrestle the North American champion. What do you think of the outfits here as Bill's talking about um, about Ric Flair? So we've got Boyd. Uh, is it um, interesting you interesting that? I, I was gonna say I, I do I I really like that um Bill's brought in dress code and I do like that he doesn't like he's the boss. Yeah. He wears his own clobber. I do. I don't know. Something about that. I like. Yeah, he's the boss. He's got like a plaid, kind of like a checkered shirt, actually, rather than plaid. With a what colour is that? Greeny brown jacket on. I mean, camel. <laughs> yes, camel. And then Boyd has got. I think it's black. Might be navy blue. I think it's black jacket. Red waistcoat. Boyd looks red pretty tie. good. 
Boyd looks good. Yeah, Boyd looks good. Boyd, and, Boyd, Boyd could Boyd could be the father of a bride. Yes, yes, he absolutely could be. He's nodding away. Bill's got Bill is talking a lot here. I wonder what he's doing. Let's just cut in and hear what he's got to say <laughs> at the moment. Let's listen to that now. Ooh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, the reason for this press conference is for Mr. Dick Slater and Mr. Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer to lodge a formal protest in the five thousand fines. fines that Mid-South big, big has fines. fined each man. The highest individual fines in the history of this company. What a ripoff. This... What a ripoff. <laughs> I've been all over this world and I've never been ripped off like I have been since I entered the Mid-South. First of all, Hacksaw Jim Duggan has no brave business coming down in the ring and insulted my old lady and myself. Second of all, I've heard all this stuff about all this money that's been placed out on bounties. I gave all the money back to Ric Flair. And I mean, to be fair to the situation, Dick Slater didn't do anything to Hacksaw Jim Duggan's girlfriend. It was Buzz Sawyer. So if I was him, I think I would feel a little bit ripped off, wouldn't you? Fuming. Yeah, absolutely fuming. fuming. Also, he's been ripped off. He's been fined for something he ain't done. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if Buzz Sawyer's going to get a parking yeah. ticket when you didn't when you like getting a parking ticket when you haven't driven. Yeah, it's your best mate's car and he's done, he's been done for speeding. Let's see what Buzz Sawyer's going to say. <laughs> yeah. You want to know what the fine is? I want to know what the fine is for. I ain't done a daggone thing. I'd like to know what I got fined right. for. Because $5,000 means something to me. All right. I'm mad. If I can have one moment of your attention. He's not happy. I just happen to have. I don't want to. No. We have the footage. Just clarify, he's walking around here. No, he's got jeans, um, no T-shirt, and a chain around his neck. I mean, and he's got massive scar on his forehead. The, the, the Ross was like, "We've got, we've got, the, we've got the video footage." But so I just went, "No!" And here we go. We've got the footage. Footage. So, yeah. What do we think? I mean, that's right, look, the, hits the turnbuckle. She hits the turnbuckle. That's look, look, look. Oh, this is slow, turnbuckle. slow Watch Elbow oh, down. That's it. Now look at Rob's. Look down. at this elbow drop. He's looking at. He's look looking at, at her. He's looking at. He's looking at her. Oh, you think? Oh, that's, that's deliberate. That's deliberate. Oh, I tell you what. Slow mo. That well. actually quite. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen uh, a lot worse elbow drops than that. That was proper. Yeah. I mean, he must have realised it was a a lady because she obviously the smaller in stature when she was on his back in in the ring there. So yeah, I thought that was quite funny. It was like a child about like. Well, I'm going to shut like you, you know, I, I, yeah, I yeah. did it wrong. No, and it's like, well, that's yeah, well, I'm sorry, but you haven't got much, uh, <laughs> much ground to sort of come back from there. Um, we'll, let, I tell you what, we'll, we'll jump in and talk about a little bit about um, our Rev Pro outing because we're not we're not sure what's coming up here. And while Bill's talking, um, why don't you why don't you give us a bit of a bit of a I'll 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 cut you off to. and interrupt you if there's anything that I think is important coming yeah. up. I suspect we'll cut out into break here and go into a match. So. Give me a, give us a bit of an overview yeah. on your day, our day. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So yeah. Thank you, mate. So um, I during lockdown, I I said to to Steve, um, you know, I, I can see that Rev Pro are doing some shows. Um, I know it's lock. Do you want to say who's fighting? Sorry, uh, Steve Constant, Sean O'Reilly. We carry on in one one corner, uh, and. Uh, yeah, so so I mentioned it during lockdown, and uh, Steve said, "Oh, actually, in fact, um, got tickets for Reg Pro at York Hall." And uh, as a boxing fan myself, I always wanted to go to York Hall um, for boxing. Um, and I know Steve's told me some of the good, good, good uh, wrestling events he's been to York Hall. So he had a spare ticket. So uh, you know, I was very fortunate. He, he, he asked me to go. Um, Who is on screen there, at the moment, Dan? Uh, the Bruise Brothers. Yes, yes. My new favourite tag team. 
All right, carry on. Carry I mean, on. Now, no, I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. I'll be, I'll be honest. They are now close. I've got, I've got Adrian Street as my favourite individual, and I think, I think I found my favourite tackle. Yes, anyway, yes. Um, and um, yeah. So we, so, so we went to York Hall, uh, iconic venue in, in in London for anyone that sort of you know doesn't know it. Um, and it's great to go with Steve because obviously he's been a few times and tell me all a bit about it, particularly the fact that in order to buy a beer you have to queue for approximately a half. Half an hour, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. We sat in, we sat in maybe row three, row three, yeah, um, for pretty, pretty affordable pricing. And uh, how can I word this? I, I am so, I was so taken back by it that I felt sorry for Steve that I just kept going to him. Thank you. <laughs> I must have said thank you to him every five minutes. I kept saying this is look, I, look, Steve also has taken me to watch WWE at, at the O2, um, which don't get wrong was good in its good in its own right. But if someone offered me to, if someone in the past has said right, you can either go to go watch WWE the O2 or this Rev Pro event in York Hall, I'd have gone obviously WWE. I want to see the stars. If someone offered me it now, I am taking the Rev Pro ticket all day long, yeah. like all day long. Right, it was. Look, it was a card of wrestlers I didn't really know until the main event. The the quality of wrestling was superb, I, I felt personally. Um, but for me as well, and what I loved about it is Will Ospreay was in the main event. Uh, someone that watches New Japan. Uh, the guy is, I mean, if, if, <laughs> I don't mean to sound like him, but the guy is the New Japan champion. I, I don't mean to sound like him, but he is. Right, he never lost it. He's there. Oh, I'm sitting in row three watching this guy wrestle. He's within touching distance. Do it wrestling, can I just also say? It's not like he was at Rev Pro and being like, okay, New Japan, I I, I wrestle at a thousand miles, like like 110%. When I'm at like a preseason friendly in football or you know, American football when you've got the preseason matches. He wrestled to his ability. Yeah, because the guys, the guys he's wrestling, the guy he wrestled, for him, it was like I'm wrestling with Osprey. I, I, I'm giving everything, right? The, the guy he wrestled was, can I clarify also, superb. Yeah, right? fantastic. It was, I mean, the whole event was was there was there was, I mean that that match was out as well. The match before it, which was the tag match, um, I I I I, I was. I mean, I, I, I was already gone by this stage as in, in <laughs> regards to just overwhelmed by the whole event. But actually, I looked to my left and, and, and Steve can, can say in a second, but the tag match before the main event, I even watched Steve be like, what, what, what are we watching? Um, and in fact, actually, on RevPro's website, they posted a photo of the crowd after the tag match. And it's, me and, it's a picture of me and Steve standing ovation. Uh, uh, just to cut in there, the Bruce then, Brothers have won in two thirty nine with a splash, and they're doing a lovely dance to to celebrate. Uh, yeah, sorry, Dan, carry sorry. on. Um, so, so the the, the the Rev Pro's official photo was of me and Steve. Um, at that stage, I hadn't w- w- whipped out my Mexican uh, Ooh, wrestling mask. Rick Flair, let's just let's just dive in and hear this. Uh, let's have, uh, yeah, I'm happily paused for, for Big Rick. 
Well, Bill, it's always a pleasure to be here. As everyone knows, the Mid-South is one of the real hotbeds of professional wrestling. Looking good as well. The association with the National Wrestling Alliance yeah. makes it number one. But uh, he looks the same as he looks now. Market. <laughs> I'm proud to be here. The competition here, as I've said many, many times, is at the peak of our sports. The best right here in the Mid-South, and I'm glad to be here. Very humble. Rick, now that we've got the accolades out of the way, I want to get is down to this business been that bad? I really kind of want to put you on the hot is seat. What? You know, you've caused a lot of controversy in the Mid-South. Like lisp. He's got like a lisp. That you don't no, fully have really, the authority to make. Uh, uh, the really only nice, person yeah. in the Mid-South you'd wrestle would be the North Let's American champion. Well, Bill, as you know, being the world heavyweight champion, I have a lot of input. And even though I might not have the last word, I have a lot of influence of Bob Geigel, the president, Jim Crockett, the booker for the National Wrestling Alliance, world's heavyweight champion, and all I've done very, very is I've made sure that by coming into in the Mid-South, I'm wrestling your number one man, and that's, that's the only one. Well, you're supposed to defend the world's title here on Mid-South Television next week. We've submitted three names to Bob Geigel, and I think everybody out there knows who they are. Way. Do you know if a decision uh, I think has he's been reached? Wrestling which one for the of these men you'll defend the week. title against next week? Yes, I do know a decision has been reached. I'm they not said it's time to show who's wrestling this week. Everything yeah. I can right now to switch that match. You know, Rick, I want to say one thing. I thought I've always respected you, but I think the pressure's getting you. And they, the thing that I've really bothered with is the $25,000 you paid Dick Slater. And then the fact that uh, we caught you a couple of weeks later. So I think I know what happens next what week, which is very famous. To a um, $50,000 bounty for Slater to do your dirty work and take Butch Reed out of the picture. Well, Bill, let's just slow down for a second. First of all, when you're the world heavyweight champion and you're an affluent member of one of the great societies in the world today, the United States, you have money to spend for different things. Now, I saw fit to involve Dick Slater in a personal issue with mine because I don't like Butch Reed. I don't like what he stands for. But as of right now, Nothing's happened to Butch Reed, and I don't have my $50,000. Well, Dick Slater was supposed to be here tonight. He's not here, and I want to know why. Let me, let me show you something that happened last week where Dick Slater claimed that he'd returned. We'll cut away from this now because I think, I think we kind of get the gist and I think the big angle's coming, ne coming next week. So, yeah, sorry, going back to, going back to Rick, yeah. you were talking about the, how good the so, tag match was and stuff. Yeah. yeah, the tag match was superb. Um, and then, say, the main event was just, I mean... Uh, it was so good. I mean, um, in fact, the, there was a photographer which, looking at the photos, clearly was behind me and Steve, and he took a uh, photo. There's a, there's a photo he took which Will Ospreay posted on his on his Instagram um, and sort of said, like, this is amazing, which was him doing, like, a flip off the turnbuckle uh, midair. I mean, it's an amazing photo, midair. And, it's, and I remember looking at it going, wow, I was there to see that. And then when I zoomed in, two of the only faces you can make out from the crowd are mine and Steve's. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I um, I, I don't have wrestling sort of, uh, not, not a lot of people that Steve has on that wrestling sort of man cave or, or pitch on the wall and stuff. Uh, but I actually uh, ordered a, a canvas print of that photo for me and for me and Steve, which is still in my house, mate, uh, uh, for us both. Because, I mean, the photo in itself is incredible. And it's also just like, again, like I said, it, it, it's Will Ospreay putting it all on the line. It, 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 what, so we, I'd imagine a lot of people would be like, I bet they don't go out for events like that. Um, but he's putting it all on the line. And then like me and him in the background looking like, me and Steve in the background looking, you know, what, what, are we, like, what are we watching right now? Um, yeah. 
and I just loved it. I mean, I can't even, like, I'm now following these wrestlers. And, but the best thing about it all is that, like, everyone sort of talks to you, gets on, chats. Uh, okay, the queue for the beer was long, but okay, whatever. Do you know what? I didn't even get stressed about it. Actually, the only reason I was getting stressed was I was missing what's going on in the ring. Even yeah. the undercard, not what undercard, like the early matches, even they were good, right? Yeah. It was just yeah. everyone putting their bodies on the line. There was also a lot of emphasis around the fact that it was the first event post COVID. So you could see everyone was just so thankful to just even be watching. The wrestlers looked thankful to be performing in front of people again. Uh, look, if you're in the UK, I would. You know, and you get charged with Rev Pro, definitely. But you know, this is someone that, that I was—I was—I was a virgin to the, to the whole thing, and I am now. I've got a ticket for 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 November show, which which um, me and Steve are hopefully now both going to with with friends. And I, I just, I, yeah, I, I can't I can't wax lyrical enough about it. And I sound a bit like I'm being over the top. I mean, again. You should have sat next to me. The amount of times I was saying, I just kept going to Steve. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, I, I just couldn't stop saying thank. I, I was, I was in awe of, of what I was watching. We, we were very lucky. Um, the the show was was good. The show was good, solid to good up to the semi main event. The 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 tag team, the Repro tag team title match, which was between uh, Destination Everywhere, Connor Mills and Mike Logan versus Aussie Open, is the best hands down tag match i've ever seen live in my life and that's 80 plus live shows it was five stars every day of the week and twice on sundays oh. it was absolutely out of this world now the only reason that i wouldn't maybe give five stars to the main event is because it wasn't quite as good as what you'd seen before but you could make a strong argument those are both yeah. five star matches the will osprey and, 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 and we also said did we, we i was just yeah, I also say like we also said as well that the, the, the tag match were, were, you, you never knew who was going to win, and actually no, the way yeah. that match went, the near falls were incredible stuff. So. The Osprey one, there was near falls and stuff, but I, I said it to you at the time. We've said this before about certain things. You knew Osprey was never going to lose, so it sort of takes a little bit off of it, which is which is not 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 the fault of it, because you know that he's not going to lose. It has that element of. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, even I, though we still, I, we still, I bought in a bit. We still got yeah, for a couple of near yeah, falls, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was. I, I can't ever remember a show, remember a show. I mean, the only show that I could think of that had uh, the, the kind of two matches back to back like that was the was the Tokyo Dome show. One was Osprey and Hiromu. One was Okada and Ibushi. But I'd say actually, I enjoyed the 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 Rev Pro shows. Of the repro matches even more than those and Hiromu and genuinely the tag match is one of the best matches I've ever seen like it's, it's in the top probably oh. probably five matches I've ever seen live um, in ring now I'll be, um, def I'll be definitely for is, me if, you, if you're I mean if you're calling that by the way like just for everyone watching like, you know you seem a lot more than me it's I mean for me I mean live wise I've not seen enough right so it's the best show I've ever seen live but when I even put shows I've watched on like watched on the TV it would be top five for me. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, it was it was incredible. I'm just going to dive in to see hear what Oliver Humperdinck's got to say because he's got he's in the ring with uh, yeah. Eddie Gilbert's portrait and also the nightmare along with Eddie Gilbert. A great wrestler, a great competitor. Plus, he's got the poster. Uh, Eddie and Humperdinck fell out, didn't fantastic. they? Because he came and in and took away the nightmare. Yeah. This picture, but more about that later. Okay. They're united. This is a team 
that I'm going to take, and I want to go on record as saying this right now, I will take them to the Mid-South Tag Team Championship. Brother, you can count on that. You can take it to the bank. Now, a very interesting situation concerning another one of my people, the person of humongous. Jake the Snake running around saying, I've got the ultimate weapon in the DDT. I've got this and I've got that. Well, let me tell you something, Snake Roberts. I've got a little piece of videotape with me today, and I want everybody out here to take a look at it. Ooh, what's the videotape going to be? Tell me how effective that DDT is. So, Mr. Director, if you would please run that videotape. Ooh. Humongous goes to body slam ah, the snake, but the snake slithers oh, around a DDT. DDT. He's put the big man down. So we're seeing now some action from the Tulsa Convention Center. Uh, let's let's turn uh, Bill Watts off before he says something offensive. Um, so he, wow, did you see Humongous? So uh, Jake DDT Humongous, and then he went after Humperdinck, and Humongous sat up like the Undertaker there. So perhaps that's you know, yeah, like the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. wow, wow, that's uh, that's quite something. Um, in the ring, they seem to have. Oh, okay, they're going to be reading out some letters. Is this going to be so offensive that we shouldn't we shouldn't hear any? Let, let's just dive in for a second, and I'll. I actually uh, go give it a sniff. No, no, they, they've gone. They've gone. They've, they've stopped. Because Jake the Snake Roberts is out there with a bag. So let's hear what he's got to say. You think that man is so bad. You think he's so big, nobody can put him down. Well, that's a real nice piece of film you just showed. A real nice piece of film. And I'm a little bit surprised. But I'll tell you something. Well, there's a will, the there's bag. a way. If a man Drink is hungry, he finds something to eat. If a man is thirsty, he finds something yeah. to drink. I found the way. And if you're a good little toad, I'll show it to you. I, oh, I don't I want to show, see animal cruelty here. I want to show you here. what he looks like, all right? Uh, I better not. He's sleeping. No, 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 no. I'll show you in time. The yeah, they're, they're um, alluding to it being the snake. What surprise is going on? Looks like they're clearly yeah, the in that battle. We didn't get to hear about Eddie Gilbert's picture. The snake interrupted those plans. Listen to the people chant, Jake, Jake, Jake. I think of all the things, like obviously quite a lot of stuff ages badly, but the, the stuff with Jake Roberts' snakes, I yeah. just find horrific now. Like, I just find that so, so, so awful. Is it, I, I get that, and I understand that, but... The reason I'll never sort of go too much into it is that as a kid, like, <laughs> I don't know if I was at that age, because I was like a very young wrestling fan when Jake Roberts was in WWF. I mean, I was in awe of this. Yeah. That, that was yeah. it. That was me done. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's it. No, you wanted the heel uh, to get the same thing. This is it, the bit. In ring that Eddie Gilbert and uh, the, it was the best thing ever. Um, someone I don't know uh, and Nick Patrick. So yeah, apologies, I don't know who Nick Patrick's partner is. But I know what you mean. I remember watching the old tapes. You really wanted the heels to get the same. Because I, I are you afraid of snakes? I mean, I always say this: to be afraid of snakes, you got to come in contact with them. Yeah, good point. Often. Yeah. So, am I afraid of snakes? I don't know. Because guess what? I've grown up in South London and now I live in Surrey. What's possible? Don't really see them. Um, no, no, no. But I mean, I mean, I mean, now I've made you feel like that. I'm guessing you're going to say you are afraid of them. Um, 
I wouldn't be afraid if I saw a snake here, though. That being said, I was playing golf somewhere um, early at the start of the summer, a, a place I'd not played before. And um, there was a sign on the course saying, beware of adders, who, which are poisonous. But I don't think, generally speaking, here I'd be, I'd be all that scared. And actually, but but the thing, like you say, if you're an Australian and you saw a snake, you're like, well, crikey, that thing could kill me. So that's a, that's a different thing. And that's the same with sp- like spiders yeah. is a better example, actually. I'm not afraid of spiders here at all because I can't do anything. But if I was in Australia, I would be scared. And I remember being at a wedding, help, helping set up for a wedding in Australia. Um, and we were kind of in the, not in the bush, but it's probably like 45 minutes outside uh, Melbourne. So like kind of, you know, com- more countryfied. And we were carrying all these tables, you know, like these, you know, like they're kind of, um, you know, put up tables kind of thing. And the Australians, because I'd mentioned that I was scared of spiders, I thought they were kind of taking the mick out of me. And they were, before they would pick up these tables, they'd look underneath beforehand. And I was like, they're just doing that oh, right, to yeah. take the mick. And I was like, you, you're doing that to take the mick? And I'm like, no, 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 we're, we're actually not. You, you, you've got to do that sort of thing. You've got to check if there's a spider under there before you put your hand under there because you might get bitten. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a different world. Uh, I, I remember we were standing uh, up. I mean, I mean interestingly, interestingly enough, I was going to say, interestingly enough, you say that. The other day, I actually, now no, I think about it, a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was in my garden in Leafy Surrey, and I was like, oh, my God, it's a snake. And I'm taking photos, oh, it's a snake. It's a snake. And then actually I searched, and apparently there's this thing called like a, probably this full terminology, but in essence, a massive worm might as well be the terminology for Nightmare it. Nightmare and Gilbert. But to me, it was a snake. Two, sorry, Nightmare and Gilbert winning 252 with after the hot shot on the elbow drop from the Nightmare. Um, decent action that. So it's a long worm or something that you had in your garden then. It's called something like a, I'll find it now, something worm, yeah. Ugh. I think we, I think um, I saw, I, in fact, I, I definitely did. It may have been a worm that one of my parents' cats killed once, but I'm pretty sure I saw a grass snake in my parents' garden. But then we used to live, I, I don't know, did you, did you ever used to play football against Riddlesdown when you were at school? Was that, was that not in the district you were in? No, it wasn't in our district. No. no, so near Riddlesdown School, I used to I, I used to live probably like an eight or nine minute walk from Riddlesdown School. There was a massive common there, so I think that's probably why um, there were snakes in ring. Now we have got Ricky Stark. Was that was that his name? Or I just made that up? Was his Is name that? Ricky? Uh, yeah, I missed it as well. Hack versus Hacksaw Butch Reed. Hacksaw Butch Reed's got you the... go for Ricky Stark. Man. That's AEW. Yeah, I know. It was Ricky something. I think. Um, yeah, don't know. Uh, Butch Reed's got the North American title there. We haven't had an update on the TV title. I think Boyd must have made a mistake there um, when he was talking about that. Um, did you have anything else that you wanted to, you want, as we're uh, mid-match here, sort of tangent-wise about Rev Pro? on the show this week? Oh, Brev Pro or anything else, really? Oh, tangent. Well, I bought Will Ospreay t-shirt after, which I absolutely love until... Yeah, very nice it, t-shirt. It's, it's a Japanese design. It's, well, it's a Japanese design, and I, I love it. Um but actually, with two young children um, in the design, um, the bloke's getting his head chopped off. Uh, Elb- elbowed off. So I'm not really, <laughs> yeah, so I'm not really allowed to, to wear it. Um, uh, tangent, tangent, tangent. A um, couple of things I've had. Uh, one was a few weeks ago, I had a watch along, um, and you, Marcus Stu, talked about uh, your first crushes. Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. And- right, yeah. It's the first time I've realised that. Oh, Bruce has just killed this we'll, guy in a minute, basically. Yeah. Our, our our age gap isn't huge; it's sub ten years. Uh, but it did scare me a little bit that I had to Google some of your answers, 
Well, uh, I didn't know all of theirs very it, much. There's only two or three years between us. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so for any of the younger viewers, mine would be um, Jet from Gladiators yeah. and uh, Kelly from Saved by the Bell, which, yes. which, interestingly, I left you a voice clip uh, while I was watching so about Kelly from Saved by the Bell, not knowing that later on you started speaking about Saved by the Bell, which well, was that's what I was. I was thinking um, about. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and I talked about that last week as well, didn't I? On that, on that. Show, I didn't know so. that was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, um, and then I actually um, ended up asking some other people with first crushes and stuff like that. But actually, it's really interesting. Asked, uh, I mean, not, not that I'm not that I just talk about with with, with the ladies. But I um, asked a few women, and all of them that, that are my age all went for Michael Owen to their first crush. Oh, my, um, my first girlfriend, uh, who would have been – she was two years younger than me. So what, what's our gap? Five so years. So close she, to me. So in between us, yeah. yeah. She absolutely loved Michael Owen. Um, yeah, big mm. fan. I think she even called one of her – she called one of her sons Owen, actually, though. But I think that that was, that was more of a coincidence than anything else. But, yeah. Big fan of uh, Michael Owen and Shane from Westlife were her two big favourites. No, I had that, and then, and then, but then one of them asked me a very interesting question. He said, "When you were growing up, we'd go to uh, HMV or something like that, and you'd have oh, to did you see that clothes? Sorry, humongous in the ring, and he's actually yes. clothes on someone's head off there." Oh my god, that was horrific! Yeah, Shino Maki, and this is going to be all over. Well, he closed his head under like, a minute and a half. It, it was so bad. He's ended up. It, he ended up humping the mat. Yeah, that so was, bad. That um, was terrible. Uh, sorry, yeah, so, sorry, yeah. Like, oh, we're talking about. Go and look at the posters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the posters? I do. Yes. And uh, they said to me, uh, and they said to me, one of the, the, the women I asked said, "So, did you have a poster of?" Jet from Gladiators or Kelly from Saved by the Bell. I said, well, no, they were my first crushes before I'm sort of popping down HMV by myself, you know, on a, on a Saturday full of mate playing. So then they went, okay. And they just challenged me and said, as a adolescent teenage boy, did you have posters in your room? Yes. Right. And assuming you had some f- football ones as a side, yes. But they were having support in Fulham back then. You didn't get Fulham oh. stuff many places. Sorry, Dan. We've got we've got to talk about this very very quickly. We'll come back to posters. Uh, so Jake Roberts did not have a snake seemingly in his bag. It's him versus El Casario, and he's got a mask in the style of Lord Humongous here. Mask, so, yeah. yeah. So perhaps he's going to be using that mask on his opponent, El Casario. So going back to posters. So go ahead. What's that? So they were like, so they were, did you, do you have football posters? I said, yeah, but not really. And, and, and uh, again, um, yours, you can tell me yours being at the moment, but as a Fulham fan back then, that wasn't, you couldn't get Fulham posters. So my wall had, uh, well, I've ripped them out of the programme. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. So very small, very small pictures. Okay. Mm. Um, then I had a, um, a, I'm a, a young adolescent, so I had a Bob Marley poster. At that stage, hadn't even smoked any weed, but you know, thought I was thought I was uh, like that way inclined, uh, given where I grew up, uh, similar to you, uh, South London, where you know it was cool to do them things. I mean, I was 12, 13. Uh, so I had Bob Marley, um, I had um, NERD, band NERD, yes, yeah, uh, Pharrell Williams's band. So I had theirs up, 
And so I'm telling this person that, and they went, yeah, okay, blah, 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 blah. Which women did you have? As an adolescent, and I think they were trying to allude to the fact that, you know, you're getting in touch with yourself. Which women did you have them all? I had two. I had two. And, 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 and I had two, right? I had Katie Price. Wow. Which, uh, yep. She's also known as Jordan in a Union Jack bikini. Nice. Um, pre, pre, uh, augmentation. Uh, what's the word for it? Pre, yes. Okay. And I had a Melinda Messenger. Yeah. Yeah. Melinda Messenger. Uh, now, first of all, when I asked then this, I said that to this girl, they then went, okay. So I now understand what you find attractive in women um, <laughs> from my two answers. Secondly, and something that I can't believe she asked, because I just burst out laughing, she went, where were they put on your wall? DDT, so Jake Roberts, went, this is all over in two minutes and 15 seconds. She went, where were these posters put on your wall? Yes. To which I burst out laughing, because most people would be like, I don't know, walk in on the right left. Linda Messenger, she was on the ceiling above my oh, bed. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, you, you do the maths. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, and I, I do remember, I do remember the first, when I, when I got to say 15 and I, and, and I got my sort of first serious girlfriend, I didn't think anything of that. And I do remember her coming around, 15 year old girl coming around and going, why have you got that post on the roof or ceiling? And I remember thinking, twofold, number one, that's yeah, quite embarrassing. Number two, if you Rick can't Fla- work Rick out Flair. why I've got that there, you probably sorry, go go go. You can't work out. Yeah, you can't work out. If you can't work out why I've got gone out of ceiling. You probably shouldn't be here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'd like to know your poster situation. Uh, I had um, I had some Fulham posters and Butch Reed is in the ring basically challenging Ric Flair. But by Fulham posters, by the way, do you mean like me? Like you took it out of the program? Yeah, I took it out of the program. Um, I also had um, some wrestling posts and stuff as well. Um, but I had some, I had, I think I had a poster of maybe Pamela Anderson. There was a girl, um, similar job to Minda called Crystal, uh, quite like back in the day, who I had posters of. And I remember my girl, my first girlfriend, I was a bit older than when you had your first girlfriend, um, ripped off the wall in anger a poster of Christina Aguilera, who I was, a, I was a big fan of. I was always more of a fan of Christina than Britney. So um, she ripped it off uh, when it was next to us up there on the bed in my my room at my parents. So just to um, clarify, when Britney Spears was when Britney Spears was big, you were you were older than you you were at an age where she probably ripped off because she probably went. Sorry, we've got a mortgage. Uh, actually, I'll have you know, Mr. Phillips, that Britney Spears is only about, uh, I think Britney Spears is something like 10 days, 10 or 11 days younger than me. So like literally Britney Spears was born like just, just a couple of weeks after I was. So uh, yeah, that is, uh, I actually went to see Britney Spears in concert once, which was average. Um, so, oh, in ring now, um, Butch Reed is attacking Ric Flair. So let's hear what the commentator's got to say about this. It's not the match of a sign. But you know, Butch Reed is really getting fed up with Ric Flair hiring people, taking him out, and running his mouth about him. And I say one thing, Ric Flair, I've watched him since he was a kid. Yeah, Britney Spears, 2nd of December, 81. So, yeah, just a few days, a few days off. I'm not going to give my actual date of birth out on air. It's probably not a good idea. As Flair fires back on Reed. You are are, are slightly telling everyone that you're slightly telling everyone that you're false, he's saying. 
Uh, well, that is true. Um, yeah, very soon, very soon. Uh, this is interesting. So, in the is this a match? Is this a match? Yeah, this is a match, isn't it? Because the referee, I, ca- I'm not the, sure. Because the referee, the referee's losing him. his mind. This is a match, isn't it? The first black world's heavyweight champion, and he's tired of oh, playing. Oh. This is uh this is interesting. I don't I, I I don't know if this is the title or not. Um, Flair's foots are in the feet are in the ropes there. Yeah, this is this is um I, I mean, don't know what to say about this. It's just sort of come out of nowhere. I, I, I don't know if this is the title the Flair, or not. I've probably watched this before. Um, it could, uh, maybe because you're like a couple of years under the mess we discussed. What are your thoughts on Ric Flair? Like, so I grew up just thinking this. I have never, since watching this podcast with you hmm. and since he's been involved and, and watching stuff that since we, we, me and you have been friends in it and you've said, you know, you know, you know, watch this or watch that. Whatever, I've started to appreciate Ric Flair. But I still can't watch this guy and just not, I just don't like him. And I, I've never, I never, I watch how he is around the ring, and and I know, I'm sorry, Phil, I'm sorry, Terry, because I appreciate that he's sort of, of that, of that ilk and that time, but I can't stand him. <laughs> um, and they recently done that dark side of the ring where he comes out really bad. I know it's horrible, but I was there going good, like because wow. like, because they were saying that actually I get the gist. Well, but I get the they're not good for the lady that. Uh, no, no, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean in terms of him being, um, you know, called out for the bad stuff that he is done. Out, yeah. Outage, yeah. And yeah. if you think like if he's done that, right? What else has he done? But also, like I think, I think pre to that, he, I think he was. I, I, well, I'm not sure about this, but there was a vibe that he he might be rocking up in AEW as sort of like a guest. Yeah, and um, this is not this is not a title match, I mean, by the way. There was there, there was a little thing that said that he might rock up in AW as a guest. Which to clarify, the only reason I would have wanted him to have done that is that all jokes aside, I I would have said that that was being massive. It, 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 well, it, I think it, he was going to be on draw. Uh, Andro- okay, I can't say Andro- Andrade. Yeah. I can't. I've never yeah. actually. I'm not sure I've ever said yeah. that word before, yeah. and I can't say it probably. His manager. Yeah, I mean, he would have been. He would have been with him. I get why he would have been there, but the point is, is Ric Flair is one of the top names that you would associate with WWE and Vince and stuff. He rocks up in, w- in AEW. I don't even care what what he is. I would have viewed that as quite a big thing. Like, whoa, hang on. This guy's rocked up to like the rival brand. Um, so I was a bit annoyed from that part, but the other part was making me think, uh, it sounds like now he's not going to be on anything. Yeah, no, I don't, um, I don't think. I don't think. I don't know, I've just, ne- I've just never taken. I've just never taken to him. I've just never taken to him. But what, 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 what are your views? Like, do you, do you actually like him, or do you feel you've got to like him because you're wrestling? That's what I think with Ric Flair. That, that, okay, that's my actual point. Okay, so I feel people like so, Ric Flair because you, because if you're a wrestling fan, you, 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 you sort of there's a, there's an element that, that if you're a real wrestling fan, you, you sort of have to appreciate. Look, I appreciate what he's obviously done for the business, but I don't really like him. But I feel like if you're a, big, if a proper wrestling fan, you have to like him. Does that make sense? I, I, I don't know if I word that. Yeah, well, I think you can. Like you you've can, got to like him. You can draw your own conclusion on everyone. It's a bit like the kind of, the old Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart debate. By the way, this is this. It looks like it's really exciting and very good in the ring. But on on, on Flair, um, 
So I didn't like him when I first, my first experience of flair was the WWF run in 91 and 92. And I didn't like him. I thought he was kind of old looking. I think when you're that age, I was 10 or 11 at that point. You're sensitive yeah. to, you're more sensitive. You feel, it seems like people that are old or you think are old, are older. Like we're, you know, we're older now. So someone that's 40, yeah. like Brian Danielson is a couple of years younger than Flair was in that run. And he doesn't feel old to us. Certainly. I don't know, I don't know yeah. if he feels old to someone that's like 12. Uh, yeah, and, and, and you, tr you try and relate to people like, like when I think to myself, when I was a kid, I loved X-Pac, right? Not yeah. a two, three kid. Right. But I look now and think if someone like that turned up, I would be like, who is this? Yeah. Gee, like, come on, mate. But back then, like, you're probably right. Good point. I think I was probably more thinking I could be the one, two, three kid. <laughs> so with Flair, so with with Flair, I think the thing that, that changed my mind on him was so he came back to WWF in two thousand and end of two thousand and one, and he wrestled in two thousand two, and not too long after that, they brought out a um a, they were kind of, at the after the time they had the WWE takeover. So um, Reed has got Flair in a backslide here and, he, and Flair's kicked out too. Um, they brought out like a seven-disc Ric Flair collection DVD, which I bought, and I saw all the matches from his... Because there was no network or anything then. I saw all the matches from, from the early part of his career, all of his famous matches. And, and Reed has hit the big flying body puss here, and he has pinned the NWA world champion in the ring. Crowd is going mad in the background, oh. and that is a major upset, but not for the titles. That's setting up future contests between them. So I watched that DVD set, and I saw matches with Flair and Barry Windham, the Flair and Sting, and the Sting match at the Clash of the Champions is so, so, so good. Uh, who is that in the ring with? Oh, it's Dick Slater. Dick Slater's come out and attacked Reed, and, and so, Flair's yeah. going after him as well. Um, the, I, I can't recommend that Sting match enough. It's incredible. The matches with Steamboat in 89. And all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I, I get it now. I, I feel like I get it again. And then something okay, something incredible happened with him in WWF was that in this in this kind of twilight of his career from sort of 2004, he was quite an entertaining character in, in Evolution with Triple H and Randy Orton and Batista. And I, I like the tag team with Batista and they became tag team champions. He had a run as Intercontinental Champion around that time, like bloody hell. And, and all of a sudden, somehow... This guy in in his kind of mid fifties at this point was was pulling out you know pretty good matches. I'm like, this is this is quite a story here. Like this guy is somehow legitimizing himself again for this kind of late in career run. And then the story for him at the end when he uh, retired against against Shawn Michaels is was fantastic. I think um, watch watch those eighties matches and, and see what you think, especially the Steamboat series. Uh, and the match yeah. sting those four are a must watch uh, but I, I do get it because i felt very much the same way about um about uh flair himself um so in ring basically uh reed's been beaten down and the bruise brothers have made the save here and that's pretty much to to close off the show so flair's going to be back next week um defending that nwa world championship on the tv show so we'll see we'll see what happens but reed has been left laying so the possibility and uh, maybe um, he's not going to be in a position where he can, uh, you know, he can challenge for that title. So that is the end of the show. I thought that absolutely flew by again. There's lots happening on the show. Um, and again, I thought that was a pretty, pretty good, good show. What did you think of uh, the November the 9th, 1985 episode of Mid-South? I'm happy you're happy again, mate. I, I, was, yeah, worried, yeah. I was getting worried about you. Yeah. Like, uh, if, you, if, you, if, if you love listening to podcasts, Imagine listening to a podcast and the person that's running the podcast don't even like what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> but, but which actually, fair, which yeah. actually quite, 
You have, and then actually, I mean, you've had chatting. There's a podcast called Super J, um, which is about uh, New Japan, and it's a brilliant podcast, right? It's, it's a great podcast if you're into New Japan. But um, recently, I, 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 I find it a tough listen, and it's not their fault, but they've fallen out of love with it. I can tell they've fallen out of love with the promotion, yeah. and it's a and. and and sometimes if you've fallen out of love with something as well, it's good to listen to someone that's fallen out of love with something, right? Well, but, it's very tough with New Japan because it was so good for so long. Um, and that's the problem. Yeah. yeah, but for me, yeah, so for me, I'm newer to New Japan, right? So so that, so, so for them, they are comparing it to three, four years ago. So they thought, whereas for me, I'm watching New Japan and, I, and I'm, I'm still finding it all right. Because I, yeah, I don't, yeah. you know, I've watched the old matches, but I wasn't watching the weekly. So actually, I listen to their pod and I'm a bit, I, it, it leaves me a bit like, do you know what? It leaves me going, why am I bothering? Sounds oh, yeah. rubbish. Yeah. Even though I'm enjoying it, I don't, I don't want to watch it. Um, whereas, you know, recent weeks on here, you know, I've, I've, I've heard you sit a bit downbeat and all that. So I'm just glad that we've had a couple of shows that have, uh, you know, per- perched you back up and put you back in the game. Um, well, yeah. And I, th- and- I think... Sorry, Dan. I, was say, I think next week um, is quite no. is quite the show in terms of Ric Flair. If it's if it's what I'm thinking of, so that is something to to look forward to. Um, but yeah, any any final thoughts yes. on this uh, this episode, which is which absolutely has flown by. I think so. No, yeah, it's been good. It's flown by. Um, you probably got. I think the listener might have got the gist that um, you know when when me and Steve are out for a beer, how quickly how quickly time flies by, and maybe while we're mates um, and. Um, yeah, it's been great. And, uh, and, uh, and an early plug to the uh, uh, two-year anniversary show, which will be probably when, when when's this when's this show come out? So this will be out the ninth, so it'll be sometime probably. It'll be, it'll be that uh, week yeah, or so like after. A week later, this, maybe. It'll, it'll be released standalone. So yeah, we'll release so, it standalone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll just take just depends on how so long. It'll be, it'll be very it. soon, and it will be a Team USA, Team UK quiz like we did last year yeah um and just so you know the reason i'm hosting is my view was i actually said to steve do you know what you should be in the quiz um because you know have a bit of a bit of time off have a have a, have a break from running things and, and and let's see how much i see let's see your knowledge and see what you you know let's be honest everyone he should be, he should be getting he should be nailing any mid-south question um, uh, this, this year we've got, we've the- got rouse we've Sorry, I'd say this year's the real quiz as well. So uh, yeah, absolutely. So we'll see yeah. what happens. But we've got we've got we've got we've got we've got mastermind rounds, like individual rounds, we've got team rounds. Um I'm excited. So uh, you know, uh I can't wait. So yeah, so that's my that's probably my final thoughts that uh, you know, everyone just this way is coming, it's coming. Good stuff. And Dan is at Dan, I'm, I'm stealing your Twitter plug here, at Dan PFFC on Twitter. Thank you all for listening to the show. We've got a good one next next week uh, coming up. So, yeah, thanks all again. And we shall speak to you all again very, very soon. Yeah, this is Eric Watts. And for all you phenomenal wrestling fans and fans of this podcast, please do me a favor. If you're looking at uh, more information about Mid-South Sports, Power Pro Wrestling, Universal Wrestling, go to universalwrestling.com and check out that website. It's a must-see.